Good morning. Welcome to the Barn Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. I absolutely appreciate it. Good morning again, everybody here. Good morning. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. This is Easter Sunday, right? Yes. Anybody thought about this day? Yes. Yeah? It's a very important day. I think it's a liberating day, too. Um, I was thinking about Easter all week, and on my radio show, I asked a question, how did Jesus' death save us? You know, like one man died, and he saved the whole world. And I've been hearing that all of my life. You know, Jesus died, he saved us, and now we are free, right? But I've been asked, I've been asking, well, how did that happen? You know, logically, it doesn't make sense that one man can die and free us all up, right? And then I look around me, I don't see many people who are free. You know, they don't even, they don't think freely, they don't act like they're free, they're suffering unnecessarily, they're alcoholic, drug addicts, lies, thieves, whatever, and they don't act like they're free. And I know it's because most people really don't understand what that means, you know. How did he free us up? One man sinned, and we all suffer, right? We died. And another man came along and did not sin, and we are free. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. To one person. <laughs> to two. All right, it makes sense. How many Christians we have in here? <laughs> oh, good, we have five, six. One that's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> After having discussions with me, you're not sure sometimes. Uh, yes, sir. Well, I mean, uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, uh, we, we call ourselves Christians, but we fall short all the time. So, in that sense, you know, how are, do we call ourselves Christians if we don't, you know, r- represent Christ all right. the time? So that's that's what I mean. Oh, I see. And do you re- do you represent him all the time? No. And, and why not? Because uh, sin is still uh, has has hold of me. Oh, it does. From from time to time. Yeah. Yes, sir. It comes and go. It comes and goes. Uh, I have moments in where uh, you're experiencing the freedom, you know, uh, the joy, the the uh, you're meeting moments uh, correctly, and then you know you're not. Right. But, uh, um, I'm happy to say that uh, the moments uh, where uh, you experience the freedom are getting longer and longer. Yeah, good, man. How did that, how was that for you when you protested with us the other day? I mean, a couple weeks ago. It was now. great. Yeah. It was great. I, I really liked it. I look forward for, for other protests. Are you glad you did it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and why? Um, because I've always uh, 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 been opinionated in the past, and I, I see the, the error of being opinionated from a righteous, uh, self righteous point of view, but I've been, ever been opinionated, especially in debates and uh, with, with people, and so. But so this is the first time I was able to. To really uh, represent what I really believe, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and and feel um, not—I'm uh, almost tempted to say proud, but feel a little bit, uh, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here. This is what I really believe, and yeah. uh, and yeah. uh, you know, join the fight, so to speak. It's something uplifting about standing up for for right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's spiritual, right? Oh, good. You are, did you get in trouble for doing that interview on the Hispanic uh, channel? No, no, I, I was a little bit overly <laughs> cautious. Um, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, I watched uh, Channel 34 uh, and, and, Ch- and Telemundo, which is uh, 52, 
34 uh, represented uh, us uh, as, uh, hey, you know, in lieu of, uh, of all the gun violence that's happening, there's people here protesting um, that uh, they want to arm people with more guns. Right. That was our point of view on that. Uh -huh. Telemundo, 52, was a little bit more, which is the person that I, uh, that I interviewed with, was more, uh, more respectful to our cause. It was more, uh, hey, uh, you know, people have a right to, to bear arms. Did you see your interview on there? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? Yes, sir. Were you like, wow, that's me. <laughs> a little. I mean, we all have our 50 <laughs> seconds. So. Yeah. That's all they give you. It's just... You say a lot, and they give you a quick sound bite, right, you know, right, right. but still get to work. Um, and what I'm talking about, we had a Second Amendment rally a couple weeks ago in uh, Glendale, and uh, he was a little concerned about being interviewed and being there, so I'm glad you did it. Uh, let me just ask, uh, what does it mean to you that Jesus died and, and made us free? It, uh, it, it means that... Uh, we have uh, someone that uh, we can look to that uh, is, is perfect and without sin, and uh, that uh, the, the Christ uh, in him, that uh, we also have the same Christ uh, in ourselves. And uh, in a manner of speaking, if he, if he can do it, we, we can do it uh, through uh, his teachings. And... and so, but you don't operate like that all the time. No, I don't. Okay. I don't, so you you read about it, but you don't know that it's true yet. Um, as far as uh, being perfectly safe, no, I don't know that. I I can I I know I I know that it is it is possible. Yeah. But uh, it has not happened for me. It has not happened. No. Okay. Well, at least you recognize it. Right. Yeah. At least you recognize it. Uh, thank you. It's weird. It's weird that in reality. In reality, not the illusion that we live in our heads, but in reality, we are all free of everything. He's put everything back in order, really everything. Um, but the people just don't know it. They know the scriptures, they read the scriptures, but yet they get angry at their fellow man. They're very emotional and doubtful and have fear. They don't really act like they're free. They're afraid, but yet they praise the Lord and lift up holy hands and, and, and do all the hooping and hollering and everything, but yet they don't know that they're free. And I know exactly why, too. Really, I know why. All right? But I want to hear from you guys first because this is like I want you to know for yourself that you know, not just because some preacher said it and then you go out quoting the scriptures and don't know it, don't live it. I want you to be able to live it. You can live as free men and women because Christ made it so, all right? Um, let me ask, um, in the white, you believe in, you believe Jesus' death made us free, right? He died for us. Yes. And do you, is that a reality in your life? Yes. How did his death make us free? Or why did it make us free? Do you know that? Because it was the ultimate sacrifice. Prior to that, we had, you know, we crucified pigeons and lambs and all this this stuff. And we had, we went through the high priest. And so after, uh, once we sacrificed God's son, then that was the ultimate sacrifice. So we each can have our own personal relationship with God. Right. But why did his death do that, though? Do you know that reason? What do you mean by ultimate sacrifice? What do you, what do you mean by that? 
his death, that yeah. was the ultimate sacrifice. Have you thought about this before? Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought about it because when I was growing up, I heard about it a lot. And it hasn't been until recently I really understood why his death made us free and why Adam's sin put us in hell. You know what I'm saying? And once you get that kind of understanding, it just makes you even freer. And this is why God wants us to know ourselves, know thyself. But most people won't spend time knowing themselves. Oh, they'll try for a little while, and then they get caught up in other stuff. Everything that we need to know is already in us. And the more understanding you get, the freer you become, because it becomes very clear to you. Yeah, when I first started thinking about it, I thought, is it just another sacrifice? Like now you have a, a lamb or a cow or something, right. and now this is just, it was it the physical act of the sacrifice? But what I really took out of it is that now we have the Holy Spirit. And so each of us, that was what was given to us. Right. And so that's a gift that has to be accepted, but it's there available for everybody. And so are you free? Yes. You are free? Free of anger? I, I can't hear you. Keep yes. doing this, but they can't hear you. Oh, yes. Yeah. And your husband is your witness, right? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm not perfect, but I think, you know, compared to <laughs> oh, we got a witness how I was before. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> so are you free of anger? I think so, yeah. You're not sure? No, I, I, if you asked me, I would say yes. Now, is that 100% all the time? I'm sure I have my... I mean, I'm compa my frame of reference is before I accepted the Holy Spirit. And as I worked on myself, I'm a totally different person. Right. Now, maybe there's still room for improvement. I'm sure there is. There's always growth, yes. Yeah, but compared to how I was before, I would say I'm very free. I don't have, you know, those type of worries. Right. And so you, are there times when you are angry? Are you saying that? Times, rare, not too often, yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, um, but not as often. Yes. All right. And do you realize you don't have to ever, be, ever, 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 there's never, ever, ever a time or a reason to be angry? Yes. You That's do realize that? Yes. But you haven't gotten completely there yet, right? Well, something, I'll still feel the feeling of anger, but I'll recognize it. Oh, okay. But you feel the feeling. Um, Christ's death made it possible where you don't even have to feel the feeling. Correct. Do you know that? Okay, so you're on your way to overcoming it. Yes. Oh, good. I, I see the light. You see the light. I, I'm on my way. Uh, amen. Um, anybody else want to tell me about this day and how Jesus' life saved us? In the black, in the black coat there. Right, yeah, right here, in the black jacket. This lady right here. Is that jacket? Oh, it's blue? I'm blind. It looked black from here. But go ahead. Have you thought about this? How his death saved us? Why? Well, I think um, it gives you uh, salvation. And um, I think prior to him coming, people died and went to hell, I think. And then when he came, it gave people the ability to go to heaven. And... And have you thought of why his death died? I mean, his death saved us? Because we just hear that, it doesn't make sense that one man made us free. Well, I don't have the same 
reference point like everyone because... Well, don't worry about theirs. Just have yours. Okay. Um, Be, and, and why don't you have it? I wasn't brought up as a Christian. Oh, I see. But I think that he... Because he was perfect um, and the son of God, that that would just mean that a per, that he could that that he gave salvation to people yeah um absolutely unlike adam and unlike us we deserve what we get but christ didn't deserve what he got because sure. he had no sin he had none he was innocent right, right. and yet they treat him like he had sin they punished him, they mm-hmm. talked about him, they, they did everything. But the most important, most important thing is that um, Satan took Christ into hell and he didn't deserve to take Christ. We deserve to go to hell, right. but Christ didn't. And so how many people feel like you deserve to go to hell? <laughs> but, but because Christ had not sinned, uh, Satan didn't deserve to get him. And that's why he was able to buy us back because uh, he should not have gone there. And it's just that simple. And didn't he take the good people out of hell? Yeah, he's holding them in captivity somewhere. But yeah, but the fact is, because of his innocence, no sin, we are free. And we are free from sin too. But because we have not learned in the right way how to just accept that, to just come into his presence and accept it, most people are still suffering because they don't understand that. They think it's some kind of something they got to do. They need to pray harder. They need to pray longer. They need to, you know, do something, go to church more, something. And they don't know that everything has been put before Christ did this, the people had no way out. They really had no way out. That's why they couldn't find an innocent soul on earth, for the most part, right? Because the people couldn't live to the letter of the law. They knew the Bible. They read the scriptures. They went to church, and they did what a lot of people are doing now. But they had no way out. That's why they were sinning. And that's why they were on their way to, their way to hell. But now we have a way out. And But because people are blinded to that way, they're not living like they had that way out. They don't know how to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we are all absolutely free. And the beauty about it, everything that we want and need in life, because we are free, we can have it. It'll just be given unto us good health, sound mind, good families. And finding a good family today is like looking for a needle in a haystack. All in the name of Jesus. The Christian families are so messed up today that there is no indication that Jesus died for us and that he gave us his freedom. Because the Christians, not all Christians, of course, but they don't understand what's going on. They hate one another. The kids are on drugs, having sex out of wedlock, lying, cheating, stealing, racists are judging one another. And it's just a mess because they have not accepted that freedom. They don't understand how it comes. And Christ put it all back. Do you understand how to accept that freedom? Yes. 
You do? And how's that? Well, without, without struggle. It's right there. But for a person that don't understand that, what do you mean by that, without struggle? Well, I think people struggle for this. You know, yeah. they just think you have to do something to get it, and yeah. you don't have to do anything. And how do you get it then? You be still. You be still? Yeah. Do you have that freedom? I think so. You're not sure? Um. <laughs> <laughs> because when you have it, you have it. When you have it, you know you have it. There is no doubt about it. It doesn't matter what the challenge may be that comes to you. You have it. It never, ever, ever changes. It's not up. It's not down. It's always there. Once you come into it, you cannot go out of it. You really can't. I don't care what the difficulty is. You cannot. Once you enter into that kingdom, you can't go out. And so you know you have it. And the world will just pound on you. But all they're doing is making you stronger in life. That's all that's happening. They're just, but it, it doesn't, you know, once you have it, you have it. That makes sense? Yeah. And I know a lot of people say, well, I had it this morning. I lost it this evening. <laughs> I had it this morning. Then I got in an argument with someone and I lost it. Uh, I had it, and, uh, and then someone lied on me, whatever, and they lose it, right? They didn't have it because you don't get it. It's not up and down. It really is it really not up and down. It is or it isn't, no matter what happens around you. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah, and if you want it, hopefully before this meeting is up, I'll tell you how to just get there and never lose it. Amen to that, huh? I love it. And believe me, over the last 23 years, I have gone through hell and back. But I don't feel like I went through anything. I really don't. It doesn't seem like I went through anything. But I've had challenges like, had I not understood what I understand and God gave me the grace and the insight that he's given me, I'll be dead by now probably because I would have committed suicide. That's how bad it's been. But it just made me a better person. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid to be alone. Uh, I'm never lonely. I, I don't worry about anything because I can now see. Um, I'm not afraid to tell people the truth. Um, and just, I'm not angry at all. I haven't felt the feeling of anger in 23 years. And I have many reasons if I wanted to be angry, I could have been angry. But it's a, it is impossible to be angry in this place that I'm talking about. It doesn't exist. Now, I've yelled at people. I've cussed them out. I've, well, not really cussed them out. A little bit. But, <laughs> but I have not felt anger in 23 years. Isn't that amazing? And prior to that, I, wasn't, I had anger. I had anger. I would get mad about things. I would feel anger. I would hate my fellow man and all that kind of stuff. But once you enter in, it's an impossible because Christ made it so. Absolutely. Uh, yes, ma'am. Oh, one moment there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think once you found it, that you have perfect peace and nothing could take you away from that peace. Right. And do you have that? No. 
You don't have it. Not complete. I thought I did, but something happened, and it, I <laughs> fell on my emotions and everything. Yes. And, and these thoughts just attacked me last night, and I couldn't sleep. And uh, my grandson has seizures. Please consider the mic for me. Uh, my grandson has seizures, and and um, uh, it's it's very hard right now for me. What's hard for you? Um, I guess to accept the fact that uh, if he has so many seizures, uh, the body could just take so much. You know, it's only 17. And right. Why is it, why is it that, uh, why is it bothering you so much that he is going through that? I guess I, I'm very close to the, those two kids. Right. And uh, it would hurt me very much to see him passed away. Right. You know. And, and I understand that. You know, right. we're close to our families right. and we don't want to see anything happen to them. But now it's the time instead of getting deeper into that and really allow yourself to feel all emotional and doubtful. I mean, you know, and the stuff you're feeling, I would kind of pull away a little bit and examine myself as to why this bothered me so much. Oh, Instead know. of telling yourself, oh, my grandson, yeah, no. and I'm just, you know, because... I know. I know what's bothered. I, I know that I throw a monkey wrench in there, and, and then uh, I don't know what to do. And then my, my kids don't how, like... How do you throw a monkey wrench in there? Well, I'll say something that maybe I shouldn't say in front of somebody. Yes. And then maybe that evil in me wants to do that. Right. You know? Yes. And so they go talk and, and discuss and all of that and then say that, uh, that I'm in a cult and I changed since I came from Oregon because I don't go that much to their house. I always was in their house just because I was lonely. And stuff. Right. And now I don't go. You know, I don't go, so now I change. Do you world. care about, now do you care about what they think about you? Not really, but it sort of hurts. <laughs> well, it's only hurting because you care about what they think about you. I guess so. I'm sorry? I guess so. And why do you care so much about what they think about you? Do you they, think Christ cared about what people thought about him? No, he did not care. And so if you're his daughter... Uh, 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 or his sister, really, and, and, and the daughter of God, then you should be the same way. You should have the same nature, the same attitude. I know. I know that. And yet, sometimes, like it was said here, they find they're peaceful, and I had been peaceful until I came back from Oregon. <laughs> you know, and then all hell broke loose with my daughters, <laughs> my, especially my daughters. Yeah, and I'm laughing because while you were living in Oregon, you were not peaceful. You just had no great challenges to deal with. Yeah. And as soon as the challenges came, now you're back in hell again. You're suffering. You're emotionally hurting and all that. So you didn't really have peace. You just thought you had peace because nothing was going on. You don't really know that you have peace until you have to face the situation. Yeah, and right now I'm sort of thinking that maybe I never faced this situation and it's yes. coming to pass reality. And I'm like seeing it like if... If it's the first time. Uh, yes. And, and so it's trying to make me doubt that I could see it, you know, but I, I still see it. And so now then, thank God for that. 
And instead of getting so emotionally tied up with it, you need to just calm down and just kind of watch yourself go through it. Well, it's I, time I, to face it so that you can grow up. Correct. And I'm, I, that's why I did that. I couldn't sleep last night. I had to take an anxiety pill <laughs> because the stuff was just driving me crazy. And I didn't want to miss the service. Right. And I know if I didn't sleep, I wouldn't be able to come. Right. So I took that pill and I woke up and I was feeling good, but I feel really not too good right now. You feel you know, gr uh, drowsy. Drowsy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I said, I have to go because I have to say what to because I could see that I caused a lot of that. Yes. You know? And, yeah. and then yet that spirit in me won't shut up when it's supposed to. <laughs> and I, I'm seeing that spirit telling me something, and I go with that spirit. I know? know exactly what you mean. It's talked to you all the time, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and it says, say this, because then <laughs> maybe they could help you get it across. And, and what it does is just... Wow, she's in a weird religion. You deserve what you get. I know. As long as you listen to the voice of Satan, you shall suffer. I know. And I know what you're talking about because Satan is always, you notice how he's always talking to us about something. It does everything you do or he has something to do, say about it. Yes, he does. I, mean, I was in the mirror this morning getting dressed and I'm just listening at this guy just talking to me. I'm like, like wow, this is amazing. But a lot of people don't know that they've been free from that. They still believe the voice of the devil rather than the voice of God, that voiceless voice. Yeah. And so now if I were you, I would just calm down, do what you want with the pill, but I wouldn't recommend, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, but you're really prolonging your suffering by taking the pill, last night when your mind was talking, and I've had that happen, where you, you know, something happened, your mind just talked to you at night, it wake you up at night, it won't let you go back to sleep, right? But if you just be still in that moment and know God, then God will bring you rest. And, and then you'll wake up the next morning refreshed and right. not, you know. And I know this because it's happened before. And what? I talked to you about it. Yes. And I, I didn't take no anxiety pills. I just laid there and, and accept the suffering. I, there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. And I got sleep. But last night, I, I just didn't want to think anymore. Didn't want to think anymore. I didn't want to think about <laughs> it. was pretty in my head. Well, see, you identify with that as though it is you. You don't realize that it's your father, the devil. And then if you just doubt everything that he tells you, then you can believe the truth again. Right. But you don't really understand that, and that's why he can take you over all the time. Yeah. But God has made it possible where that should not be happening, folks. I'm telling you. And the beauty about it, when you don't listen to that voice, all your answers and everything you need is right at hand, right where God is. God is with us, and so the answers are right there, too. It's just so apparent. It's so apparent. Yeah. But as long as you listen to that, you're going to suffer. Yeah. But I would just, and I didn't go here, but if I were you, I would just calm down and realize that this is happening to make me stronger. And one thing about God is that he's not going to give us any more than we can handle. Yeah, I realize that. You really can handle everything that come up on you. You really can. Just think about the stuff you've already overcome. And at the time, it felt as though you could not overcome it. Right. It was going to destroy you. Right. But you're a better person for it. Right. Well, you got to go through this situation. 
And now that I'm moving, it's even worse because they're, they're saying that. Well, it's not them, though, it's you. Don't point at them. Let them say and do what they want. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The world is of the devil, and they want to destroy the children of God. And Satan made a promise that he was going to destroy every man, woman, and child by deceiving them, always talking to them, making them believe lies. And that's how he is destroying you. Don't, look, don't care what they think. Don't care what they say. You just realize they can't help themselves. They really can't. That thing that was controlling you last night until you took the pill, it still had control, but the pill. But that's the same spirit that's controlling them, too. And I want to believe that, but I, I can't believe that. I believe it's them. Right. And the reason you believe that it's them, because you still identify with Satan in your own heart. And you don't see that he's driving you. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking the other day, how come we can do something really, really bad and get in a whole lot of trouble, get in trouble, and then you say to yourself, I'm never going to do this again. Lord have mercy. I can't believe I let this happen or I did this. You ever done that? And when you got pain, when you have the pain of doing wrong, you're like, oh, Lord, if you just get me out of this situation. <laughs> oh, Lord, and I promise you, I ain't going to never do anything else wrong again. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to treat my fellow man right. You know, I'm going to give money to Jesse when I go to church. You just lie, right? <laughs> I'll treat my family right. And so you make all these promises to God. I'm going to be still and know you. You make all these promises when this pain is up on you for doing wrong. Anybody ever done that? Just lie. And it doesn't feel like a lie. You just want out. And as soon as the pain is gone and you forget, you're back in it again. Have you noticed that? You, you go right back to it and then you tell yourself why you're doing it. Oh, I'm just doing it a little bit. Or it's not going to be as bad this time. All lies. And I'm thinking, why do we do this? But I realize we do it because we can't see and because the pain is gone. When you have the pain, it's a reminder of you being wrong, right? Well, if you live we by conscience, I'm sorry? Did we do it because we couldn't see? Yes. You yeah, you couldn't see that you were lying. Yes. And then once you get back into it, you don't see what you're getting into again. Because there's no pain and you don't have the mind of God to let you see what you're getting into. And so the pain holds you back for a while. But when the pain is gone, you're back into it. Isn't that true? Yes, it's true. Yeah. And that's what you have right now. But you need to just be still and allow yourself to go through it. But don't think anything negatively of the folks who are attacking you. But the thoughts just come. You know, they I know, but don't follow them. Just let them I'm be. trying not, well, I know trying is not a good word. Right. But I look at them, you know, the thoughts, and, and just let them go by. But then sometimes they just grab me. Right. And they will. And when they grab you like that, you still put one foot before the other one and let Satan just be talking to you. But no, it's not real that God is with you and you'll be fine. But you need to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. All right. Just cool out. Okay. It's really when people attack you, it's really a not 
it's not about the attacker at all. It's never, ever, 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 ever about the attacker. It's about you going through it without resenting them so you can get better in life. And they are doing you a kind favor. <laughs> I remembered that yesterday, but I couldn't see how that was a favor. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, right, it may not, right, it doesn't feel like a favor, but if you go through it with grace, just think about what Christ went through so that you can go through this. Right. Had not he gone through it, you'd be wiped out already. Right. Satan would be the father and that would be it. That's true. But so let this thing happen, whatever it is, and just be honest, but just realize these people love me the best that they can. They just don't know what they're doing. They can't see just as you can't see right now. You even know about the truth, and yet you can't live it, and you want to live the truth. So just imagine how, what is happening with them. They don't know about the truth. And so they're doing the best that they can do. So they're me. Actually, I'm looking at me. You are. In- through my eyes, and I'm blaming them. That's right. You're doing exactly what they're doing, but you're putting the blame on them instead of looking at yourself. It is so sweet to go through life like that. It really is. And if you don't know what to do in a situation, just let yourself go through it. You don't see what to do, so allow it to happen, and eventually you will see what to do. You'll be a better because a lot of people they try to end the pain right away and they just make it worse. I used to do that. Yeah. I try to call, it was time to pick up the phone and call me, down you're sorry, and this and that. <laughs> and I didn't. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to, maybe to my grandson I will because he misunderstood a lot of things I told him. You yeah. But and you need to, like, with your grandson, trust God in this situation. You stay out of the way because right now you're being too much grandmama in the situation. You, you're going to kill the boy. That's what I thought. I'm going to stay out of it because my daughter's in it and her his mother's in it. And See my that? father's a mother. So there's three, four mothers there. And so I'm going <laughs> to back away. They're going to kill the child because you're away. in the way of God getting to him and helping him because I'm sure he's frustrated with all oh, this. Yeah. All this attention, all about smothered over him, over him, worried about him. You're going to make the guy die, and then you really feel bad. Yeah, I'm just going to pull away. Yeah, just back off, and God will show you what to do to help him if he needs your help. But relax. Just relax. All right? Yes, I will. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Just relax. Really, it's already done. It's finished. It is done. Isn't that amazing? Yes, Jesse, that's amazing. I'm telling you, life is, is not about the way you're living. It's not, what I mean is struggling and being mad and judging your fellow man. Let people be screwed up. That's all it is. You can't change people. You got your own life to be responsible for, and you need to become the light of the world. You need to be the kind of person that they can look at and see, wow, I wish I could be that way. You know what I'm saying? Even when they're pouncing on you and they see that you're not getting mad at them and you're thinking of them and not of yourself, right? They need to see that happening in you. And you're, you can be honest with them, but they do not need to see you acting just like them and you say that you believe in God. Or else pretend that you're calm and you're not really calm. The worst thing you can do is pretend that you're calm. Some of the worst people on earth <laughs> are those who are pretending, oh, I'm so calm. And just as crazy as they come. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? It's like a person that throwing scriptures on you all the time, you know? 
Come on, that's not the way you do it. Yes, sir. Um, I was going to say, but it's, it's so many situations out there that can get you angry. And like you said, to stay free and how to be that, like you, what you just said, um, how would you avoid all of that if it hits you every day or wherever you go and different people, different personalities and different things that'll make you mad? So how would you avoid all that? Um, the way to avoid all that mm -hmm. is to overcome your father, the devil, overcome the resentment in your own heart. Mm -hmm. You know, when you can really find that place where you forgive yourself and others, and then God is going to forgive you, yeah. he'll make you free. Mm -hmm. And then he put like um, an invisible bubble around you, a spiritual bubble that the world cannot penetrate. And so when the world attack you, yeah. you're able to be honest, but you do not respond you know, react to them. You do not overreact. And so you got to overcome your anger. That's why. Yeah. Is it hard to overcome your anger? Um, at times it is. Yeah. Because it's a lot of things, like I said, that it just make you like, ugh. But, yeah. So I, that's something I have to work on myself also. So overcome, Overcoming your anger is the easiest thing you will ever have to do in life. It really is. Uh, it's just that people don't know how to overcome it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you don't know how, right? Yeah. Um, want me to tell you how? Or do you want to suffer some more? No, I don't want to suffer. <laughs> no, let me know. <laughs> um, you got to forgive. Yeah. Really. And you have to forgive your mother first for the way she treated you while you were growing up, the way she dominated your life and tried to control you. You hate her for that. And that's why you have her identity, which is of her father and the devil. You, you don't think like a man. You think like a woman. And women are not all, not all, not all, but insecure, overreactive, you know, and stuff like that. And it's not them, uh -huh. but it's because of what Adam and Eve did, right? And Eve listening to the serpent. But is it hard to forgive your mother? No, I mean, I, I don't hold any grudges. It's just that... Um not just particularly with her. It's not her at all. It's just things no, it's, in life that hit you. I know, but it started with her. Um, I, I really don't. I don't care about that. That's in the past, so I really don't. I don't clinch on to things like right. that. I try to really let things go quickly, but sometimes it's, it's kind of hard to do that. And you should care about that because that's where you lost it at as a kid. And you need to really face it. A lot of people think you're not going to go forward in life until you go and deal with that. And then, you know, just have a talk with her, not to hurt her or anything, but just to say, you know what, I, I, I've been holding this resentment toward you because you did this to me or that, or I didn't like something you did. And I've tried to just, you know, forget it, but it's still there. And all you're doing is covering it up with other, reacting to other people. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that too. Yeah. It's so, kind of like that sometimes, but... Um, not really so much, but I catch it sometimes. I can see what you just said right now. Yeah. yeah. It's just, so it's still there, and it's controlling your life. It's just that you're trying to forget it and focus on all this other stuff that's happening. But you got to go back and deal with that. And, just, and you're, not, you're not trying to hurt her. You're just trying to go free by forgiving her so that God will forgive you. And I'm telling you, man, once you do that, whether she say I'm sorry or not is on her. Whether she admit it or not is on her. But you forgive her, and God will forgive you, and you will never be the same. And then uh, and the rest of the world is easy because now you're protected from them, and you're able to deal with them. Mm. But other than that, it's going to wipe you out. You're going to make all kinds of mistakes in life. 
You're going to make bad decisions. You're going to, you know, end up with the wrong woman. All kind of stuff. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So will you go and deal with her? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Do you know what the little things that irritate you about her? Um. Other than the everything? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I already answered. I mean, not that, though. I'm just kidding. But, uh. <laughs> Um, not too much how I was you know, when I was younger, but now it's it's kind of like it's it's whatever. I just it's not really too much that's bothering me, you know. So yeah, well, go and deal with her, forgive her. She couldn't help herself. Mm-hmm. She really she wanted to love you the right way, but she didn't have love, and she treated you the way that she was being treated, and it, she couldn't help it. Just like you can't help yourself right now, but overreact to things. Yeah. Well, she, that same spirit as in you is in her, and you got it from her because we become like what we hate. You take on the identity of the person that you resent. That make sense? Yes, it does. You yeah. answer my question. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Just realize it, go deal with it, and it'll be done. It's just that simple. Because it's a spiritual thing, right? And there's nothing you can do about it of yourself. You can't make yourself change. You just have to see that you're wrong. And don't be mad about being wrong. And then go and forgive. It's amazing, huh? One little simple thing called forgiveness. One little simple act of forgiveness from the heart can make us all free. And yeah, it's the most difficult thing for the average person to do. Isn't that amazing? And, and, and a lot of people say, oh, it's going to come later. <laughs> or I'll get it eventually. No, forgiveness is a way into the kingdom. God said, before you enter into the kingdom, you must forgive. Because unforgiveness is the nature of Satan, your father. And he's not going to let Satan back into the kingdom or his children. So just forgive. Yes. So do it, man. And if she start yelling and screaming... And, and, you know, how whatever, just look at her like she's crazy. You say, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> really, it'll be like watching a movie. And just know she can't help it. She really can't. Your father can't help himself. They have the same spirit you have. And you got it from them. You know, you, you, uh, were you raised by your father? Um, no, but he, he was always there, though, back and forth. He, it wasn't like he wasn't there, but right. um, he, he was around. Are you close to him? Yeah, we, we're close. You love him? Yeah. Are you close to him? Yeah, we're close. You're close to him? Yeah. And then the cock crow three times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we close, but... I knew it was a butt. You Can know, you just, yeah, like, feel the butt? It was a butt coming up. It was a butt. But, um, like... Um, that's my dad. I love him, and he, you know, he was there all the time, back and forth. But like, he really don't know nothing about me like that. Yeah. You know, same vice versa. Yeah. So, but we cool. But. But. But again. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you this: deal with your father too. Yeah. And have a talk with him. Let him know what you needed from him as a kid growing up, and that even today you got a little close, but you don't feel close to him. And the way a son and a daughter want to feel toward their fathers, right? And then forgive your father, too, because one thing for sure and without a doubt, as long as you resent your father, whether you're male, female, whatever color you may be, you're never going to know God. 
You can hang it up. You can meditate until the cows come home. You can read scriptures until you're black and blue in the face. You can lift up holy hands until like 90 going north. But unless you forgive your father, you're never going to know God. You got to forgive your father, man. I hear you. And otherwise, you're going to have children like that, you know, too, eventually. And they're going to hate you. You won't be able to be close to them. And you would say, oh, I'm never going to treat my kids the way my dad treated me, right? Yeah. And you would try to get close to them. You would buy them things. You would do everything for them. And they'll still grow up empty, feeling mm-hmm. apart from you. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it works like that. Yeah. So you got to forgive your fathers. Because whether we like it or not, know it or not, the man, the man represents Christ on earth. And when you turn away from your father, you turn away from God. It's just the way it is. So you got to forgive him, have a good talk with him too. And don't ask them to forgive you. You forgive them and God will forgive you. Mm. All right? I had the same issue with my parents too, my father and mother. And I had a talk with them. I told them how I felt and why I felt that way. And my mother apologized and my dad apologized. Even if they hadn't, I was going to forgive them anyway. And my mother expired some years later, but my dad is still living. And God blessed me to really have a good, good father-son relationship with my dad. I, I feel like we're like one almost. I feel one with him. And I can correct him. I can laugh. We can play. You know, just everything. And my dad is just as crazy as a doorknob. But I love my father. Yeah, He really is. And, 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 and because I love my father, I'm, a, I'm able to love God as he's loving me. He really is. And it's amazing, man. There's nothing like loving your father and your parents, period, but especially your father. So deal with your parents, man, and then you can go free. How old are you? Oh, yeah. I'm about to be 27 next month. 27? Mm-hmm. You look younger. No, that's good, though, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, go back and forgive. And then when you walk away, you become a free man. And then all these challenges that are coming at you will just bounce off, like, like hitting up against a wall. Thank you. Otherwise, they're going to wipe you out. And Christ made it possible for that to be. And it's very, very simple. Forgive. All right? I hear you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, I saw this lady here first. And I come. Yes, ma'am. Uh, what if your father is dead? What if your father's dead? Yes. You mean, how do I forgive him? Yeah, if he, how do I forgive him? Uh, I'm so glad. I mean, because, I can't go back. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that God allowed me to forgive my parents before they died. Because for a lot of people, and I've been hearing this for the last 23 years, once they're dead, it's kind of hard for them to forgive. All right. Also, don't be writing letters. Some people say, oh, I'm not going to face my parents. I'll write a letter. That's a cowardly way out. God said, go to your brother, your sister, your fellow man, and forgive them. He didn't say write a letter. (laughs) Or text. (laughs) (laughs) He said, go to them. I did see my father uh, before he, well, maybe a couple of years before he did pass away. And, uh, you know, he was a drunk. And I know I resented him for that. And then, but for some reason, I just, and he was a bum, you know, like living in the parks and, you know, whatever. Right. And, you know, pick him up. Somebody would pick him up sometime, take him home. And, 
but mostly he was he would rather be out and not bug anybody and uh, he eventually died you know from his alcoholism right and i wanted I wanted to take him home you know and just help him out, but he wouldn't come and live with me because the liquor store was too far for him to walk. So. I don't blame him. But, uh, but you know, but he you did come back right to me. You can just park next to the liquor store. You don't have to walk to the store. But he did come back to me in a dream, and he told me he was sorry that he didn't come and stay with me, but yeah. he just wanted to stay in Denver and keep an eye on his sons. Let me ask, so you would like to forgive him now that he's dead? How do yeah. you do that? Yeah. Um, do you think your father wanted to live that way? No. If he could have done better, you think he would have? Yes. Yeah. Um, have you ever done things that you wish you had not done? And then you say, well, I'll never do this again to somebody. Yeah, and then course. you end up doing it again? Yes. You have, right? And it's because you couldn't help yourself, right? Right. Well, that's how you forgive your father. That's all it takes. Just realize I can't, I can't help myself. Mm-hmm. My dad could not help himself. And that's forgiveness. I'm telling you, it'll come. Because forgiveness is a spiritual thing too. It'll come. And then you will be free. But you got to realize by knowing yourself and seeing how you operate and the people you have hurt and know that you did not want to hurt them. And then you still go back and hurt them again that, wow, this is not what I want to do. Your father had the same spirit. Right. He didn't know. If he could have done better, he would have. You know? And so if you can understand you, yourself, that will cause you to forgive your father. Because in reality, we are not in control of our lives. It's the God that we serve that controls us. And your dad could not help himself. Simple as that. I'm just left dealing with my mother now, but, you know, I... I'm sorry? I said, now I'm left dealing with my mother because she is alive still. And, and, you, and, and you haven't forgiven her either? Well, I, I need to talk to her. My mother's really hard to talk to because when you mention it to her, she's like, you liar. You know, she'll <laughs> lash out at me, you know. And how could you remember that far? I don't remember that. And, yeah. You know, I just say, Mom, it's, it's okay. I just want to tell you, uh, you know, and I'll say I forgive her. she go, how dare you in a hang up? <laughs> Oh. You know, I'll get that or whatever. But. And then you get mad again. No, I don't get mad. It's just that I feel like I, I ha- didn't complete my task. <laughs> um, you're making an awful mistake. I, what? You're a mistake. Okay. You're forgiving your mother has nothing to do with her action or reaction to you forgiving her. Let her scream. If you see for sure in your heart that you need to forgive her, then that's what's going to cause you to go free. It's not based on how she reacts to it. At all. One iota, but you want something from her, and that's why you're not going free. And she knows that, and that's why she's not giving it to you. She's not going to give it to you because she loved that control that she has over you. And it's not her, but it's that spirit that's made a home in her. You going to her to forgive her because you see you need to do it. Yeah. And just say, Mom, you know what? I hated you because you were an awful person. Whatever. But I realize I'm wrong because I'm just like you now. And I know you couldn't help yourself. I'm sorry. And, and be done with it. But when she hangs up on you, Satan, like, oh, you didn't speak long enough. You didn't say the right words. So you go right, right back to listening to the devil again. I hear people say they go into prayer. Oh, I had a great, a great prayer this morning. 
I can see the light. <laughs> and as soon as they're through praying, Satan starts speaking to them again. They're right back in the darkness. Oh, I guess, I guess my prayer wasn't as good as I thought. It's crazy. Don't listen to the voice of the devil. And that's what you're doing. He's convincing you that it wasn't good enough. Uh, is there such a thing as the Holy Spirit coming in and out? In and out. What do you mean? I like mean, in, in your body and then out of your body? Yeah. I know that the Holy Spirit and, and Satan, the spirit of Satan, can't dwell in the same place. Okay. And um, it seems as though once you get rid of Satan's spirit out of you by forgiving then the Holy Spirit become more apparent to you, and he's always there. I can't imagine him leaving. The only way he will leave is that you will fall to Satan again. Uh-huh. And then that's impossible to do once you're born again. So I don't see him going in and out. Are people having the Holy Spirit come and go to? Well, I mean, I, I had an incident happen to me where I was at work, and for some reason all that day I felt really, really good, really strong. I felt... Like I could just stay up all night and work or whatever. I just had, you know, a lot of strength in me. And had um, you taken some cocaine or something before? No, I wasn't taking nothing. I just had really a, a good day. That's all my, I had. Cocaine know, no, high. No pain, no nothing. I just felt really strong. And um, I was at work, and at night, I happened to go outside. I forgot to lock my car, and I, I work in a pretty wild neighborhood. And I, we had some trash outside, and I went to go throw the trash out. And I said, I'm going to throw it real quick. And usually, I don't go by myself. It's always me and another person. Well, I went in, just said, I'm going to throw these bags. And I went through one, one uh, order, and then I came back. Make a long story short for me okay. because of time. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, and these guys approached me. And, and the Holy Spirit went and, out. It, no, the Holy Spirit was there because I didn't know what to say. I mean, I couldn't. It was like I didn't even have time to call upon God. But all of a sudden, some just came through my voice and just said, I said, what do you want? And, you know, kind of like a policeman would say, um, what are you doing back here? You know, blah, blah, whatever. Don't you know you're on camera? You know, you better move out of the way because the sensors are going to go off. And, you know, I was just making it. But tell me how, how that relates to the Holy Spirit coming well, and going. It was you, in me. Uh, but what do you mean by does the Holy Spirit come well, and go? Maybe it was in me that day to be strong. Because oh, I, I see. When, and, I, when I came through the door, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe what I just said and how I got away from these guys. And so you ask that question because sometimes you're not able to do that, right? Yeah. Oh, I see. And so that's why you ask if the Holy Spirit yes. come and go. Once he's I, with I mean, you. I was, I'm sure I'm, I know I've been guided and saved many times and God has intervened, yeah. but this was like I felt it was in me. You Once know? he's with you, he's always with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. He loves you. He's not going to leave you because, right. you know, as you overcome that spirit of Satan, then he'll become more apparent to you. And he's always there. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let me just take this last question here. Yes. I don't really get the thing about um, having to go back to your mother and what's how that's the root of how the mother and the father are the root of my anger and problems. Because I'm a parent. Uh, when we were growing up, we look at our parent the way, parents the way we look at Christ as adults. You know, we look at them to see the right way to go. We look at them to see the right decisions to make. We look at them to see how to love one another. 
You know, uh, we learn how to develop a relationship based on how they're dealing with each other. They're really like our light. They're over us as kids. But when their light is out, they have nothing but darkness. Then we start, as kids, we start to resent that darkness that's in them because you know how it is. You start, they're mean, they're pa- no patience, and all that. So you start to resent them for that. And the moment you resent those spirits or that spirit that's in them, then you become like what you hate as a kid. You lose your innocence. Have you noticed how kids are like totally like nice and, and sweet and they can be honest about things while they're growing up? And at some point, you don't recognize them because they're so dark. They're mean now. They don't listen. They're changed. That's because they resent the way that their parents are treating them as they're growing up, right? And because everything we do is spiritual, we are a spirit. If you resent the spirit of darkness, then the light isn't going to go out, especially as a kid, and then you become light to darkness. And resentment separates you from God. That's why when you forgive in your heart, forgiveness brings you back because it's love, and God want to create love through us, and when you forgive, truly forgive, that's what love is, and then you can live again. That makes sense? Not really, huh? It makes a little bit of sense. Not yeah. a lot? No, it does. Uh, um, <laughs> have you forgiven your parents yet? I, I don't think so. No. That means no, then. <laughs> Whenever you say, I don't think so, that's a no. Um, and why don't you forgive them? Why, why are you holding on to this? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I just don't uh, deal with them. Just kind of uh, avoid dealing with them. Yeah. Um, one thing that you need to stop doing in life, do what you want, all right? Suffer and die. But the one thing you need to stop doing is avoiding things. You're supposed to go toward it and not away from it. You got to deal with it. Christ never avoided anything. Really. You got to go toward your fears, toward your pain. If you're afraid of your parents, go to your parents and deal with them. You'll be shaking in your boots, but go to them and deal with them. If you're afraid of whomever, deal with them, but with forgiveness, with the intent to let it go. And one thing about forgiveness is that forgiveness is a spirit too. Everything we do is spiritual. And so forgiveness has to take place in your heart. You cannot make yourself forgive. Just think about how many times you've said, I'm sorry, or I forgive you, and yet it means nothing. You just go back to it, you hate again, or whatever, you know, you judge again. Forgiveness is a spirit that takes place in you when you're still long enough so God can cause you to repent. You can't forgive. Everything we do is spiritual. We got to see beyond this body, and we got to realize that we are a living being, and we got to start living like a living being and not a physical body. The body is important, but you are not your body. You are a spirit. And so here's the deal. Every situation can bring you back to that straight and narrow path. You know what I'm saying? If you have fear, worry, doubt, you're angry, just come into God's presence and he'll set you free. That's all to it. God is right here, right now. He's not in the past. He's not in the future. He's right here, right now. Satan got you living in the past, in the future, judging everything and everybody, making decisions. God wants you to come back to him, and he's right here, right now. So Christ made it possible. The light is in us. We need to be guided by the light, 
and not the darkness of our imagination. That's all to it. Salvation is right at hand. All right? Think about it, folks. And thank you for tuning in, and thank you for coming, folks. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.